Gillespie with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kiner from Shea Stadium, where today Casey's Mets go against the Chicago Cubs in the holiday doubleheader. The sky is partially overcast, no threat of rain, warm and comfortable, breeze from the prevailing direction blowing from right across toward left. Right now, the managers meet at home play with the umpiring team to exchange the batting order slips and discuss the ground rules. The starting pitchers in the first game, left-handers for Chicago, Dick Ellsworth, for the New York Mets, Warren Spahn. So we'll be posting the lineups and the batting orders and getting underway with a play-by-play in just a moment. Yedzie Boat isn't something you row or sail. You sing it like this. <laughs> Yedjabot is a song that gets sung over and over at Polish parties and picnics until the singers raise a fearful thirst. Then they change their tune. Piwa is the traditional Polish call for beer, and often it's wrangled extra dry they call for. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Poles than in all of Świdnica, more people drink wrangled than any other beer. And wrangled is going great in New Jersey, New England, and Pennsylvania, too. Why do Polish Americans like wrangled? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Now for the starting lineups for the opening game of today's doubleheader. Let's get together with Ralph. Okay, Bob. Billy Cowan, the leadoff for the Mets, playing center field. Roy McMillan batting second at shortstop. Joe Christopher batting third in right field. Ron Svoboda in the cleanup spot in left field. Jim Hickman at third base, batting fifth. Ed Cranepool at first base, batting sixth. Bobby Klaus batting seventh, playing at the second base position. Chris Canizero, the catcher, batting in the eighth position. And Warren Spahn, the pitcher, batting ninth. For the Chicago Cubs, it'll be Glenn Becker as a leadoff batter. He's in the on-deck circle right now, and at this moment, our national anthem. Field, Bay Stadium here in Flushing, New York. 
The Cubs will have the following lineup. Glenn Beckard will lead off. He'll be playing second base. Don Landrum in center field, batting second. Bill Williams in right field, batting third. Ron Sano at third base in the cleanup position. Ernie Banks at first base, the all-star first baseman, batting in the fifth position. Jim Stewart batting sixth and playing left field. Chris Krug, the catcher, will be batting seventh. Don Kessinger will be playing shortstop, batting eighth. And Dick Ellsworth will be the pitcher, batting in the ninth position. So the first pitch of the ball game about to come your way, and here is Bob Murphy. Okay, Ralph. The leadoff batter in the ball game is Glenn Becker, the Chicago second baseman. Warren Spahn has his fan from Kansas Hill. The veteran southpaw delivers, and the pitch is over. Rookie Glenn Becker, the second baseman, hitting at 240, has hit three home runs, knocked 17 runs in. He hit both home, two home runs in one ball game to help sing the Dodgers last week. Outside and low, one ball, one strike. Crowd still coming in here at Shea Stadium. And we hope you're planning to join us for the afternoon of holiday baseball. Now Spani out of his windup delivers. Foul ball back toward the screen. No play. Rube Walker on the coaching lines at first base and Alvin Dark on the coaching lines at third. Lou Klein now has the reins of the Chicago Cubs and his pitching coach, the former Mets pitching coach, Mel Harder. Breeze blowing from right across toward left, favoring the right-hand batter. Now Spani delivers one and two, a foul ball. Back toward our broadcasting level and out of play. Don Landrum, the center fielder, is on deck. Then the right fielder, Billy Williams. Now the one-two delivery, a changeup, laced in the air to shallow left center. It's going to drop for a base hit. Becker around first, putting on the brakes as Billy Cowan plays the ball back in. Ball hit down off the end of the bat by Becker, a looper into shallow left center. Now the hitter is Don Landrum, the center fielder, down batting at 263 with 20 runs batted in. On the year, the Mets have beaten the Chicago Cubs three of four ball games played. Nobody out, Spani open pitching position. Left-hander against left-hander. The pitch to Landrum, low and outside, one ball and no strike. This series will wind up with an afternoon game on Wednesday. With a holiday doubleheader today, the Mets and the Cubs will have tomorrow off. The Wednesday afternoon game will be Senior Citizens Day, a day for the young at heart. Now Spani has the runner and throws the first, not in time. In the Wednesday afternoon ball game, it'll be Alvin Jackson for New York against Larry Jackson of Chicago. Throw the first, not in time. Doubleheader just underway. The leadoff batter, Glenn Beckert, has singled the left center field. Pitch to Landrum is fast foul in the dirt right by home plate. One ball, one strike. Charlie Smith is in uniform this afternoon. Charlie is available to Casey for pinch hitting. And we'll be back in action against Chicago on Wednesday afternoon.
Mets playing the outfield around toward right against the left-hand batter, Don Landrum. Ron Swoboda is in left, Billy Cowan in center, and Joe Christopher is in right. Ground ball bounced on the right side, taken by Klausi Frost and McMillan. Now to first. Three for first base. Well, the lead runner, Red Record, is moving off the line and reaching safely down Landrum on a close play at first base. One out and one on. That brings up hard-hitting Billy Williams. Billy Williams hitting 291, 11 home runs, 44 runs batted in. He's one of the top hitters in the circuit. Left-hand batter, he has good power, and the Mets play him around the right. Now the pitch on the way, and it's over on the outside corner for a call strike. Bonnie trying to snap a seven-game lose streak as he opens the doubleheader here today against Chicago. Spani's last win was on the 24th of May. He has pitched some real good ball games since then, but has been unable to hang up a victory. Lost a ball game, one to nothing to Philadelphia. Lost a couple of games to the Dodgers in Drysdale, two to one. Through the first, he almost had him. Spahn almost picked off Don Ladder, but he just did get back. Quick throw to first, as low he gets away from Cranville. Lander is running for second, and he slides in safely a second without a throw. So we'll wait for the official scoring. trying to pick off Don Landrum, the low throw, broke off Green Girls Club. The arrow will be on Warren Spahn on the low throw. Now the breaking ball outside and low, one ball, one strike. baseman is the on-deck batter. The National League's all-star left fielder, Willie Stargell of Pittsburgh, has now moved in front in the RBI Derby. He has moved one ahead of Ernie Banks. Middle of the Chicago batting order has a lot of punch. Spotty has the runner. 
The one-two delivery to Billy Williams, and it's popped up down the left field line, moving back as Jim Hickman in foul territory. Beyond the turf, he makes the catch. Billy Williams retired on the foul pop taken by Jim Hickman. That will bring up Ron Sano. Ron hitting 265 of his 16 home runs. Knocked in 45 runs. In the middle of that Chicago batting order, the number three hitter, Billy Williams, has driven in 44 runs. Sato, the cleanup batter, has knocked in 45, and the number five hitter, Ernie Banks, has driven in 62. So a lot of thunder and lightning in the middle of the Cub batting order. against the Chicago Cubs. Warren Spahn has won 47 ball games, lost just 19. Now the pitch by Spahn, a little bit high on a fastball, two balls and no strikes. One new face in the Cub lineup since the last time the Mets played Chicago. Rookie shortstop Don Kessinger, who was brought up from Dallas-Fort Worth. Ball strike on the outside corner is two and one. Roberto Pena was playing short the last time the Mets played the Cubs. Shortly after the Mets left town, they sent Pena to Dallas Fort Worth and brought up Don Kessinger. Kessinger is a first-year player signed out of the University of Mississippi. Two ball in the outside corner of the knees. Two balls, two strikes on Ron Sato. Doubleheader just getting underway. We certainly hope you're proud to join us and enjoy all the fun on the Valadez Tuesday. All three outside the boat. Doubleheader with Chicago today, an afternoon game with Chicago Wednesday. And the Houston Astros will be here next weekend playing Friday night, a Ladies' Day game on Saturday and a twin bill on Sunday. Now the 3-2 delivery. Change-up hit foul down the third baseline. Today, the New York Mets will go beyond the 900,000 mark in home attendance for the season. <laughs> Don Landrum is on second, two men down. Now Spani whirls to chase the runner back. Three-two delivery. Ground ball hit down to third. Hickman bobbles it, straightens up, throws in time, and the side is out. No runs, one hit, one error, one left, and the score in the middle of the first: the Cubs nothing, and the Mets coming to bat. And now a word from Cool Filter King. Sure, the ump needs glasses. The 
you could see it was a ball. And your cigarette needs something. There's no taste to it at all. It's time you change to cool. Your cigarette's not tasting cool enough till you come up to cool. With rich tobacco's cool's white filter, extra coolness to discover extra coolness in your smoke. Let cools come through for you. Discover the extra coolness, the refreshing taste of cool. You'll be smoking cool all the time once you come up to cool. Come all the way up to cool and taste the most refreshing coolness you can get in any cigarette. Smoke cool, Filter Kings. Last half of any number one. The Cubs have their ace left-hander, Dick Ellsworth, on the mound. Chris Krug is behind the plate. Defensively, Chicago has Ernie Banks playing first. Rookie Glenn Becker at second. Rookie Don Kessinger playing short. And Ron Santo is at third. In the outfield, Jimmy Stewart is in left. Don Landrum playing center. And around in right field, Billy Williams. Ellsworth on the mound, Krug behind the plate. Now Billy Cowan hitting a two on the end leads off for New York. Ellsworth has won nine and lost only three. Line drive over the shortstop, then a base hit the left field. So Billy Cowan jumps on Ellsworth's first delivery, a hanging curveball, and smacks it in the left field. Well, the Mets are hoping that their Monday mastery will continue. The only ball game the Mets have lost all year on Monday was the opening day ball game against the Dodgers in Drysdale. Since then, they have won seven ball games on Monday without losing. Now Roy McMillan hitting. The runner goes hit the runner base hit the left field. Billy Cowan around second will have to stop there. Stewart plays the ball into Ron Sato. And the Mets quickly on two pitches have two hits. Now Dick Ellsworth has thrown two pitches. The Mets have two base hits. And Joe Christopher is coming up. He throws one more pitch and it results in a base hit. It would be the perfect setting round for that old story about the manager asking the catcher if the pitcher had it. I don't know. I haven't caught one yet, huh? Now, Lou Klein is sending the sign to the Chicago bullpen, and we'll get some warm-up action. Cubs defense against the bunt now as third baseman Sano comes in close. Joe Christopher, the batter. Slow grounder hit down to third. Sano throws to second, a low throw, but he makes the play. Runners the first and third, one out. And Miller went hard. Into the second baseman, Glenn Beckert, and turned him upside down. Fine play by Sato. He came in on the slow grounder, made an off-balance throw, which was low in the dirt, but Beckert came up with it to make the force play on McMillan. Now Ron Swoboda, the runners on first and third, one out. So the action is off at a very fast pace. Three pitches. Three hitters. And now Ron Swoboda is up. Steps in the outfield around toward left. 
Ron hitting 245 with 13 home runs, 32 runs batted in. Pitch by Ellsworth, a grounder foul hit down the third baseline. So he's thrown four pitches. They've all been hit on the last one, a foul ball. Ellsworth, tall left-hander, is a sinker ball pitcher. When he's in that good groove, and he usually is, you see a lot of ground ball fit. There's the first pitch that hasn't been swung at. It's taken inside. One ball, one strike. Jim Hickman applying third and batting number five is out in the on-deck circle. This will have seven right-handed hitters and two southpaw hitters against Ellsworth, the left-hander. Bounced foul by Ron Swoboda. Back toward the dugout. One ball and two strikes. Now Ellsworth grabs the Rosenberg. Straddles the pitching slab as he looks under Chris Krug to get his sign. Runners at first and third. One man down. Here's the pitch on the way. Foul ball hit down the third baseline. Two years ago, Ellsworth was a 20-game winner. Fell off last year, but has come back strong this year. Cubs have three real good starting pitchers and Bob Buell, Larry Jackson, and Dick Ellsworth. High fly ball, but it's well hit by Sloboda. Up in the air, it's going, it's gone, a home run. Chicago nothing on Ron Swoboda's 14th home run of the year. That establishes a new rookie record for the New York West. The previous record has been held by Jim Hickman. That's the first home run for Ron Swoboda against Chicago this year. His last home run was on June 13th against Claude Osteen. Third home run he set off left-handed pitching. That was a king-size home run, a towering fly ball over the wall in left center field. Now Jim Hickman, the batter against left-hander Dick Ellsworth. Breaking ball outside, one ball, no strike. Ron was behind on the count, and he really leaned into it. Ron now has 35 runs batted in, only one behind the club leader, Ed Cranepool. Inside and low, it goes to 3-0 on Jim Hickman. Three runs in on the towering home run hit by Ron Swoboda. One out, nobody on. Now the 3-0 delivery. A line drive to center field, a base hit by Jim Hickman. He hit 3-0. Now Lou 
Klein, manager of the Cubs, or head coach, if you prefer, is on his way to the mound. That's jumping hard on the ace of the staff of the Chicago Cubs, Dick Ellsworth. Right-hander Cal Kuntz is warming in the bullpen. And this may be all for starting pitcher Dick Ellsworth. Kuntz has had very little time to get ready. He was dispatched to the bullpen after Ron Swoboda hit the three-run homer. So Lou Klein will kill as much time as he can on the mound, giving his pitcher more opportunity to get warmed up. Now umpire Tony Venzon goes out and breaks the conference up. Klein heads back toward the dugout. He may go with his pitcher a little further, or he may just be killing more time and might very well turn and come back after reaching the dugout. Eddie Cranepool, a left-hand hitter, is the batter, and so Ellsworth will stay with it. Jim Hickman is on first base, one man out. Three runs in on Swoboda's three-run home. Pitched by Ellsworth. Breaking ball, low and outside. One ball and no strike. Nineteen sixty-two, the first year for the New York Mets, Jim Hickman has a rookie hit thirteen home runs. That club record has now been erased by Ron Swoboda. Inside of the knees, two balls and no strikes on Eddie Cranebrook. the runner then delivers. Outside is ball three. He's behind on Crane Pool 3-0. Last Monday, the Mets swept the doubleheader from the Milwaukee Braves. There's been something about Monday this year that has brought out the very best in the New York Mets. Dick Ellsworth behind on Crane Pool, three balls and no strikes. It's over for a call strike, three and one. A lot of youngsters on hand. And we have a lot of banners decorating the stadium. Ernie Banks holding against base runner Jim Hickman. The count is three and one on Eddie Crane Pool. Three one delivery. Ground ball hit slowly, foul down the first baseline. It's three and two. Yogi Berra on the coaching lines at first, and Don Hefner coaching at third. Bobby Klaus playing second base, waiting on deck. Two delivery as the runner goes and it's popped foul. Back comes the catcher, Chris Cruz, back by the dugout, no play. Ball lands on the floor of the visiting dugout. (laughs) 
fouled off on three and two. Casey had Jim Hickman on the move, but let's see if he's running again. He's holding up the pitcher grounder, foul down the right field line. Took a long, high hop beyond the reach of Banks and was fouled by a couple of yards when it struck. Skies mostly a light gray overcast, the sun trying to break through. Very light breeze blowing toward left field. There goes the runner. Ground ball bounced to shortstop. Don Kessinger has it. Fires across to Ernie Banks. In time for the out. Two men down. Moving over to second was Jim Hickman. Now that brings up Bobby Klaus. Bobby has gone hitless in his last 21 times with bat. He's due to break out. That's three on the Cubs, nothing. Ron Swoboda hitting a three-run homer in the opening inning off Dick Ellsworth. Many of Ron's home runs have come off the best pitching in the National League. Lane drive that is caught by Kessinger, the shortstop to retire the side. And Bobby hitting in tough luck right now. He's now 0 for 22, and he really tagged that one. A blistering liner caught by the shortstop, Kessinger. Three runs, four hits. No errors, one left. Ron Sloboda getting a hand as he drives to the outfield. So at the end of one inning, it's the next three, and the Chicago Cubs nothing. Now here's Ralph. Well, a lot of you fans who live maybe not too close to the metropolitan area but are within range of our radio voice, you can pick up your tickets to future Mets games simply by writing to Shea Stadium right here in New York and Flushing, New York, to be exact. Tickets to all Mets games may be ordered by mail. Reserve seats are $2.50 each. Box seats $3.50 each. Total it up, the number of tickets you want and the prices. Add 25 cents with each order for handling and postage and mail in. Address your checks and money orders to Met Ticket Office, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. Your downtown instant reservation service at all Child's restaurants and Calico Kitchens in the greater New York area will provide you for your tickets. And also you pick up tickets here at Shea Stadium seven days a week, downtown at Pennsylvania Station and Grand Central Terminal six days a week. Out in Huntington, Long Island at Macy's during the store hours, tickets available. And you can make reservations for box and reserve seats at all the Howard Clothing stores in the metropolitan area. So many ways to get tickets to future games, and like today, a big crowd on hand, so it's a good idea to get your tickets in advance to get the seats that you would like to have here at the stadium. Right now, the top of the second, the Mets in front, 3-0, Ernie Banks, the all-star first baseman coming up, and wait, here's Bob Murphy. Okay, Ralph, Ernie is hitting 281 with 13 home runs and 62 runs batted in. Warren Spahn winding the pitch to Banks, gets the outside corner, strike one. Ernie has led the major leagues practically all year. It runs batted in. He has just been replaced as the leader by Willie Stargell of the Pirates. Stargell has one more. High fly hit toward the right field line. Joe Christopher cruising over. He's under it and makes the catch in the right near the line. One out and nobody on. Now the hitter is switch hitter, Jimmy Stewart, the left fielder. Left fielder. 
What makes Rhine Gold Extra Dry New York City's largest selling beer? We don't know. But we must be doing something right, and this we promise you, we'll keep right on doing it. Inside of the load to Jimmy Stewart, one ball and no strikes. Stewart hitting 218. He has great speed. He's an infielder, played second base for the Cubs last year. But with the arrival of Glenn Beckert, he has been switched to the outfield. Outside and high, two balls and no strikes. And he has the speed to be a real good outfielder. Now, Spotty out of his windup, the 2-0 delivery. He takes all away, and it's up high, ball three, three and nothing. Spotty behind on the count. Down comes the arm. Ball four, he walked him on four pitches. That brings up the catcher, Chris Krug. He joins Chicago at the same time the Mets paid a visit to the Windy City their last time out there. Number 25. He was brought up from Dallas-Fort Worth. At the time, Chicago dealt Dick Bertel to the San Francisco Giants. Now the pitch on the way, a line drive into short center field. It's a base hit. Billy Cowan grabs it on the hop. Jimmy Stewart around second stops there. Right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You are tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station. Don Kessinger, the rookie shortstop, a right-hand batter, is the hitter now against Warren Spahn. He has good size, stands 6-2. Bends slightly from the waist. Pitch pass, Spotty, a ground ball hit toward the hole. That's a base hit to left field. Around third is Jimmy Stewart. Here's the play coming home. It is high at home play. Ron Kibota cutting down Jimmy Stewart. It came in shoulder high to Canizero. Cubs are arguing that Jimmy Stewart slid under the throw, under the tag. And Lou Pine is really beefing now with umpire Tony Vincent. So too is Jimmy Stewart, who was tagged out. Now Rube Walker coming off the coaching lines at first to argue. Arguing with Tony Vincent. Ron Swobotas pegged to Chris Canazero, getting Jimmy Stewart as he tried to score from second base on a ground single to left field by Don Kessinger. Now there are two away, runners on first and second, and the batter is Dick Ellsworth. Dick, a left-hand hitter, has four hits and 37 times at bat. So young Ron Swoboda is off to quite an afternoon. In an inning and a half, he's hit a three-run homer and thrown a runner out of the plate. 
Here's the pitch on the way, and a breaking ball is over. Strike one. Now the lead runner on second is Chris Crude, Don Kessinger on first base. Broken bat, slow roller hit towards second. Bobby Klaus up with it. Fires on to Crane Pool, the side is out. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left on. At the end of one and a half, the score of the Mets three and the Cubs nothing. If somebody offers you a Hasapiko, don't eat it, dance it like this. The Hasapiko is spirited and lively. It makes Greek Americans feel like dancing, and dance they do until they work up a fearful thirst. Then they call for different music. Nina Nai Nai is music a Greek drinks to. He'll sit down, call for a beer, probably wrangled extra dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Greeks than in all of Sparta, more people drink Wrangell than any other beer. And Wrangell is going great in New Jersey, New England, and Pennsylvania, too. Why do Greek Americans like Wrangell? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. <laughs> Last half of the second inning, Chris Canizero will be hitting against Dick Ellsworth. Old Timers Day here at Shea Stadium, which is less than three weeks away, July 24th. Imagine the legendary infield with Kelly and Myers as your first baseman. The Fordham Flash, Frankie Frisch, and Huey Kreitz at second. Huey Bancroft, Travis Jackson short. Lindstrom and Bartell at third. All returning to Shea Stadium on Old Timer Stage, July 24th. Now Ellsworth winds. Here's his pitch to Chris. A foul ball back into the screen. Strike one. Crew going out to talk to Dick Ellsworth. New York work in front, 3-0 on Ron Swoboda's three-run homer in the first inning. Now Ellsworth out of his windup, down comes his pitch. Fastball taken high, one ball, one strike. Ellsworth, the top winner on the Chicago staff. Dick has won nine and lost just three. Bob Buell is the runner-up. Bob is an eight-game winner. 1-1 delivery. Breaking ball over for a call strike. One ball and two strikes on Canizero. Warren Spahn kneeling in the on-deck circle. Here's the pitch on the way, a swing, and a miss, he struck him out. 
first strikeout by Dick Ellsworth that brings up Warren Five. Bonnie has four hits in 34 times at bat. started New York off in the opening inning when Billy hit the first pitch thrown by Ellsworth, the hanging curve. He lined it at the left field for a base hit. The Mets went on to score three runs on four hits. Next pitch to Spahn. Misses the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Mets and the Cubs have a day off tomorrow and play Wednesday afternoon winding up the series. Here's the 1-1 delivery on Spahn. A ground smack in toward the middle. Backhand play by Glenn Beckert. The throw to first in time. Good play by second baseman Beckert as he ran toward the middle of the diamond. Reached across the body and made a backhand pickup. batter Billy Cowan batting for the second time. Billy started the three-run uprising with a base hit in the first. Yogi Berra on the lines at first, down Hefner at third. Inside and low, one ball, no strikes. Billy hitting against his old teammates. He was the Cubs center fielder last year. Inside, two balls and no strikes. The Mets traded George Altman to the Cubs for Billy Cowan. Altman has been sidelined a great deal this year as the result of a muscle pull in his leg. George available for pinch hitting, but he has played only occasionally in the outfield. Here's the 2-0 delivery. Foul ball hit hard deep down the left field line and back into the crowd. McMillan is the on-deck batter. Now the 2-1 delivery to Billy Cowan is a breaking ball taken under the knees, and the count goes to 3-1. In the second game today, Bill Fall will be the Chicago pitcher, and on the mound for New York, Tom Parsons. the short right. Coming in is Billy Williams, the right fielder, and he has it. The side is out. Three up and three down in the home second. At the end of two innings, the score, the New York Mets, three runs, four hits and one error. Chicago, no runs, three hits, and no error. Almost before we know it, it'll be time for the big event, Old Timers Day here at Shea Stadium. It's less than three weeks away. Greatest names in Dodger and Giant history are coming back to renew that grand old rivalry. They'll be in uniforms playing against each other in an abbreviated ball game prior to the regular game that day between the Mets and the Phillies. 
You'll be seeing again Roy Campanella, Van Lingo Mungo, Rube Marquardt, Don Newcomb, Travis Jackson, Babe Herman, Prince Hal Schumacher, Mets coach Wes Westrom, little brat Eddie Stanky, who won so many big ball games over the years in the National League, Carl Oyskin, who struck out 14 in a World Series ball game, King Carl Hubble, who will ever forget his tremendous feat in the All-Star game, plus his many great ball games he pitched for the Giants. The colorful Lefty O'Doul and the classy Pee Wee Reese. Hall of Famers like Zach Wheat, Max Carey, Ed Roush, and George Kelly. Big John Maz will be here and Sal the Barber Magley. Ralph Franca and Bobby Thompson. Jim Hearn, Mickey Owen, the Fordham Flash, Frankie Frisch, Dave Bancroft, Huey Kratz, and Freddie Lindstrom. It'll be a tremendous afternoon. Certainly hope that you'll plan to be with us on July 24th. Right now, let's go to the third inning, and here's Ralph Kanter. Thank you, Bob, and hi to everyone. First man up will be the leadoff batter, Glenn Beckert. And Warren Spahn misses with his first pitch at ball one. Beckert looped the base hit over the shortstop's head his first time up. His average at 242, a right-hand batter. He's had three home runs, 17 runs batted in. And the pitch back by Spahn is high, a fastball missing, two balls, no strikes. So Spahn, who has given up one walk, walking... Jim Stewart on four pitches, now behind 2-0. and all. Cubs have had three base hits. Mets lead 3-0. Now the pitch, and it swung on, a foul tip into the glove of Canizero. Two balls, one strike. It'll be Glenn Becker, Don Landrum, and Bill Williams against Spahn. Horn, who has lost his last seven, looking for his 361st win. That would put him on... The list, number six, an all-time wins for a major league pitcher in the major league's all-time history. Here's the 2-1 delivery. It's fouled back and just below the radio booth. Two balls and two strikes. New York Water Department says fans of Shea making big splash with community spirit by cooperating with department. Play to conserve water during the emergency created by the drop. They had up there. Thanks a lot. Pitch back, a hard smash towards second, taken in the air by Bobby Klaus. No necessary throw to first base, but Bobby goes there anyway. And the Mets pick up and out. One away in the top of the third. Mets leading 3-0. And the batter coming up is Don Landrum. Don hit into a force play his first time up. His 0 for 1, putting his average at 261. Landrum, a left-hand batter with... Four home runs and 20 runs batted in. And Spahn with a high fastball, a swing, strike one. And Warren now quickly back into the windup and back again. And the pitch is taken low. Lander moving out as though to drag a bunt. One ball, one strike. Conversely, to Warren Spahn, the starting pitcher for the Cubs, Dick Ellsworth has been on a winning streak. He has won his last six in a row. So both pitchers have streaks going. 1-1 one, one delivery. It is too low for ball two. And again, Landrum going up as though to bunt. Two balls, one strike. Jim Hickman playing at third base today for the Mets. Playing even with the bag against the bunt. Mets going with the right-hand batters against the left-hander, Dick Ellsworth. Pitch back, lined in the center. Going over is Billy Cowan. He'll cut it off on one hop. He makes the play, and Landrum holds at first base. 
So the Cubs have the fourth in the ballgame off Warren Spahn. Hits even at four apiece, but the Mets leading 3-0 on a three-run home run by Ron Svoboda. Now with one out, a runner at first base, Billy Williams comes up. Billy fouled out to third his first time up. He's batting 290, a left-hand batter. Landrum at first base with a short lead. The pitch to the plate is on. The outside corner, strike one. Landrum reached second base after forcing Glenn Beckert at second base his first time up when Warren Spahn threw wild to first base and trying to pick him off. He was left there as Billy Williams fouled out and Ron Sano grounded out. And a one-strike delivery, a check in the swing, a curveball too low, and the count one ball, one strike. One strike. Eddie Greenpool playing behind Landrum now, looking for defensive room with Billy Williams batting. Billy with 11 home runs and 44 runs batted in. Spawn into the set position. A look at first to throw there as Greenpool moves in onto the bag, but it's too late. Now Warren again sets. And the pitch to the plate is taken low, and the count moves to two balls and one strike. One out in the top of the third. That's in front, 3 nothing. Right at the moment, no wind at all here at Shea Stadium. The flag going straight down. Overcast sky, a pleasant day for baseball. A doubleheader coming your way if you're around, come on out. Still some room. Drive to center field. Billy Cowan hesitates, now moves back. He's in place, makes the catch. So a line shot to center field, all in by Billy Cowan. Two hard hit balls, actually three with a base hit. But the Mets have picked up two out, and the batter will be Ron Sano. Ron 0 for 1, batting at 264, 16 home runs, 45 runs battled in. He's wearing tape on his left wrist, the right hand batter. And the first pitch by Spawn, a changeup dropping in for a called strike. Spawn, a look at first base. And the pitch back again a change. This one off the corner. A fake throw by Canazero on the count of one ball and one strike. Of Sano's 81 base hits, he's had 18 doubles, two triples, and 16 home runs. He has tremendous power. 1-1 delivery. It is outside and high. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. Billy Williams has 27 doubles already this year. Two balls, one strike. And the pitch low. It's ball three. So Warren Spahn pitching carefully now. Behind three and one to Ron Sano. The on-deck batter, Ernie Banks. Williams leads the National League in two base hits with his 27. Now the 3-1 pitch. Hit fouled on the right field line. On the pitch, Don Landrum at first base was breaking back toward first. 
It's all full count now. We'll see Landrum going with two out in the top of the third. Mets lead 3-0. Three balls, two strikes. Cranville behind the runner at first. And Landrum goes. The pitch is hit through the middle. A base hit. Coming in is Billy Cowan. Landrum will go to third unmolested. The throw coming into second base. And the Cubs now have the tying run coming up with runners at first and third. Ernie Banks, the batter. That is hit number five off Warren Spahn. Mets lead 3-0. The Cubs have five hits. The Mets have four. Now action in the bullpen for the Mets. Frank Larry going to the phone to listen to the phone call. Word coming from the bench. Frank is the acting pitching coach with Warren Spahn on the mound. Warren, of course, officially the pitching coach for the Mets. Ernie Banks, the batter. He is 0-for-1. His first pitch is hit deep to left. High in the air. Not too deep. Coming in is Ron Svoboda. He's got to it. And retires the side. So Warren Spahn pitches out of a jam as he gets Ernie Banks to fly out the left field. In the inning, no runs, two hits, no errors, two men left in the score. At the end of two and a half, the Mets three, the Cubs nothing. Want to get better performance from your car? Listen to this. A driving tip from Shell. How safe are your brakes? Why not test them right now while you're driving? You can in this easy on-the-spot road test, courtesy of your local Shell dealer. First, make sure you've got a clear road with nobody behind you. Repeat, nobody behind you. Drive at a good clip and apply your brakes with a nice, firm pressure. Car come to an even stop? Brake pedal feels solid, not soft and mushy? Congratulations, those brakes sound pretty good. But if your car pulled sharply to one side, or if your brakes chattered and complained while you were stopping, take no chances. Pull into your nearest Shell dealer. He can help you, whether you need a simple adjustment or new linings. He can also help you get good mileage with Super Shell gasoline. Super Shell with Platformate is specially blended by mileage experts. Super Shell in the clean white pump. The Mets coming up in the bottom half of the third. They lead 3-0. The first man up will be Roy McMillan. He'll be followed by Joe Christopher and then Ron Svoboda. So the second, third, and fourth batters to bat against Dick Ellsworth. Dick pitched to seven batters in the first inning, gave up three runs, allowed four hits. In the second, he retired the side 1-2-3 with help from the second baseman, Glenn Beckert, on a good play. And the first pitch to Roy is outside and high. It's ball one. Roy hit his first pitch in this ballgame, the left field for a base hit. In fact, the first four pitches thrown by Dick Ellsworth in the ballgame are all hit. And the next pitch is back, a swing and a miss. It's strike one. Billy Cowan singled the left field on the first pitch. Roy McMillan moved him down to second base on the first pitch to Roy. Then Joe Christopher hit into a force play in the first pitch, and Ron Svoboda hit his first pitch foul. Little pop-up into right field. Billy Williams moving toward the foul line, also in, is underneath it, and he makes the catch. One away in the bottom half of the third, the Mets in front 3-0. And it brings up Joe Christopher. Joe, as we said, hit the first pitch, hit into a force play his first time up. He's 0 for 1, batting at 243.
And the first pitch to Christopher bounced toward third. Ron Sano has it, goes over to first base, gets Joe Christopher by about six steps. So Joe has been out twice now on two pitches. That brings up the big man, Ron Swoboda. draws a hand. He had a two-strike home run his first time up for the three runs in the ball game. Long, high drive over the left field fence. He swings at a fastball. Strike one. He's got the fastest swing in town. Ron now with 14 home runs. The number on his back. His one strike pitch is swung on a miss. Strike two. Pitch was high, and Dick Ellsworth was unhappy with it. Oh, and two. And Ellsworth back again, this time down low with a breaking pitch. One ball, two strikes. Sabola now with 35 runs batted in, one behind the club leader at Cranepaul. His second year in baseball. What a story he has written so far. The Mets are playing their halfway game, their 81st game of the year. Now at 1-2, curve is too low inside, and it's ball two. Two balls and two strikes. After the first game of this doubleheader, the Mets will have played through their season, one half of their season. And if Ron could finish up with the same amount of home runs in the second half, he'd have 28 for the overall year. The next pitch back is looked at, called strike three. That is the second strikeout for Dick Ellsworth. It retires the side. One, two, three again for Dick. And the score at the end of three, the Mets three, Chicago nothing. You've been wondering what Swedish Americans sing about after the smorgasbord. Listen to this. song that Swedish Americans sing over and over at their parties and picnics until they raise a fearful thirst. Then they change their tune. Halon Gore is a traditional Swedish drinking song, and often the beer they drink is Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Swedes than in all of Huskvorna, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. And Rheingold is going great in New Jersey, New England, and Pennsylvania, too. Why do Swedish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Top of the fourth, Warren Spahn on the mound for the New York Mets. He leads by a score of 3-0, and his first pitch here in the fourth is taken low for ball one. The batter is Jim Stewart. Jim walked in four pitches, got the second base on a single by the on-deck batter Chris Krug, and was thrown out, trying to go from second to home on a base at the left. Thrown out on a perfect throw by Ron Swoboda. Perfect in the terms that it was right on the plate. It came in all the way in the fly, and in the baseball parlance. A perfect throw home is a one-hop throw. 
Now the 1-0 pitch to Jim Stewart, a switch hitter. He bunts out to the mound. Warren Spahn has an easy time coming up with the ball. Throws him out by about six steps. One away in the top of the fourth. The Mets in front, 3-0. The batter coming up is Chris Crew. Chris Single to center field his first time up. First pitch to Chris Krug, a changeup in for call, strike one. Well, Boston and Minnesota, twins tied for first place with Cleveland, playing a rather unique morning-night game today. A swing and a miss. It's strike two. In the morning game, at the end of five and a half innings, Minnesota three, Boston one. Wilson pitching for the Red Sox, Boswell going for the twins. Harden a home run in the fourth with no one on. That's Tony Harden. He was just recalled by Boston from the minor leagues. They have a night game later on tonight. 0-2 on Chris Krug, and the pitch back to the right-hand batter. A change-up, he almost went for it. It was outside. One ball and two strikes. He actually stepped on the plate as he leaned out, wanting to swing. That is the only action in the American League at this point. Yankees have a doubleheader in Detroit. Now the one-two pitch. Hit deep to left. Going high in the air. Moving Swoboda back by the wall. It is going, going. It's gone. So Chris Krug has hit... His second home run in the major leagues. That is home run number 18 that Warren Spahn has given up. The Mets pitchers have given up a total of 72 home runs throughout the first half of this season. Warren Spahn giving up 18. The lead cut now to 3-1, to one, and the batter coming up is Don Kessinger. Don singled his first time up, a right-hand batter. Krug now 2-2 two for two in the ballgame. That is hit number 6 for Chicago. First pitch is bunted out toward the third base side. Spawn off in a hurry. He drops the balls. He starts to throw, and all hands are safe. It's toward a base hit. So hit number seven, and once again, the phone rings out of the bullpen for the Mets. Warren Spawn had the ball, was in a throwing motion when the ball rolled out of his left hand. So the Cubs trying to bunt on Warren Spawn with his 44 years of age, picking up a base hit, and the batter is Dick Ellsworth. One out in the top of the fourth, the Mets leading by a 3-1 to one score. The pitcher coming up. Dick grounded out to second base his first time up. And the pitch is taken low. It's ball one. Ellsworth out to bunt, taking as the pitch was down too low. One ball, no strikes. Larry Bedard is now getting set to throw in the bullpen for the Mets. This time, Ellsworth bunts the ball toward first base. It goes foul. Ball skipping to the right quickly. It wasn't fair territory. And Cranepool was right there. Couldn't get to it. So Ellsworth with a count of one and one. And Kessinger going back to first base. Right now, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You are tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station.
Ralph Gardner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. One man away in the top of the fourth. The pitch back to the plate. Swung on and missed. This time Ellsworth out in a bunny position, swinging back and swinging away. Count of one ball and two strikes. Jim Hickman still looking for the bump with a 1-2 count. Jim playing at third base. Now Spahn in the set position. And the pitch to the plate. Bunted foul, and the batter is out. That goes as a strikeout for Warren Spahn, his first in the ballgame. And he now has two away, and the batter coming up, the leadoff batter, Glenn Becker. That's three runs, four hits. The Cubs, one run, seven hits. Becker coming up is one for two. He lined out the one time they got him out to Bobby Klaus. Becker batting 242, a right-hand batter. And the first pitch is low. It's ball one. A little fireworks going on in the bullpen of the New York Mets. One ball, no strikes. Spawn a look at first base. And the pitch to the plate. is low, a throw to first base, but Kessinger back before the tag. 2-0 and oh now on the right-hand batter, Glenn Beckert. Mets leading 3-1. Home runs accounting for all the runs in the ball game. Ron Svoboda with a three-run home run. Chris Krug with a one-run home run. Now a pitch back, and it's low again, and it's ball three. So Warren Spahn, 3-0 and on Glenn Becker. On deck batter, left-hand batter Don Landrum. pitch. Outside, ball four. And Warren Spahn walks his second man. Both walks on four straight pitches. That moves Don Kessinger down to second base. Puts a time run at first base. Glenn Becker there. And brings up Don Landrum. Don one for two in the game. Landrum a left-hand batter. Batting 265. He singled the center field his last time up. Swings at a curve at strike one. Two men away in the top of the fourth. Mets lead three to one. Spawn now sets again. Runners at first and second. A pitch back hit the left field. A base hit. Gessinger, a fast man coming around. Throw in the home plate is offline. Cut off by Jim Hickman in the second run of the ball game for the Cubs score. So hit number eight makes the game a 3-2 game in favor of the Mets. And now the time run has moved down to second base. Glenn Becker there with Don Landrum with a run batted in. It's 21st this year. So the walk by Warren Spahn moving Don Kessinger down into scoring position costing Warren his second run. And it brings up Billy Williams. Billy is 0 for 2. He lined the center field his last time up. He's batting 289. 
And Warren Spahn in the set position is pitched to Williams. A left-hand batter is outside, ball one. Cubs two runs and eight hits. The Mets lead with three runs and four. The 1-0 delivery to Williams. Taken low. It's ball two. Two balls, no strikes. After Billy Williams, if it continues along, the batter will be the batters will be Ron Sano, Ernie Banks. So Warren pitching to a big man right here. Next pitch is fouled off. Two balls, one strike. Warren getting a fastball by Williams. Ball fouled off to the left side. Glenn Beckert at second base. Don Landrum at first. Two balls, one strike. And the next delivery, outside ball three. So Spahn just missing outside with a fastball behind three balls and one strike. Warren staked to a three-run lead in the first inning by Ron Swoboda, home run with two on. Now with a time run at second here with two men out in the top of the fourth. It's 3-1 pitch. Curve ball, it's too high, ball four. Oh, that loads him up. Billy Williams walking the third walk in the ball game by Warren Spahn. He's questioning the call by home plate umpire. Tony Vincent. And it brings up Ron Sano. Bases are loaded. Beckett moving over to third base. John Landrum down to second base. Williams at first. Sano hit a 3-2 single to center field his last time up. He is one for two, batting 266. And the first pitch to the right-hand batter is in for a call strike. One strike count. Spawn into the windup. His pitch back. Inside, and the count now at one ball and one strike. One ball, one strike. Spawn with the sign into the windup and back again. And the pitch is on the inside corner. Strike two. Breaking pitch, a curveball breaking in over the inside corner. And spawn in front, one and two. And the veteran now again into the windup. And the pitch, screwball just missing off the outside corner. Good pitch by Warren, missing just by inches. Count evens at two balls and two strikes. Warren Spahn working in and out, trying to use his cunning to get out of the jam. Bases loaded. Mets lead by one. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled. 
Ron Sano just getting a piece of the ball, following the ball down in the dirt. So the count stays at two balls and two strikes. Center fielder Billy Cowan playing a shallow center field against Ron Sano. Ron's hit 16 home runs this year. He leads the club. Has driven in 45. Two balls, two strikes. Farm with a side. It's windup and it's pitch. Fast ball inside. It's ball three. Those five misses and the count goes as far as it can go. Three balls, two strikes. The bases loaded two men out in the top of the fourth. Mets lead by a score of three to two. So the runners, if Warren winds up, will be going. It looks like he's going to take a stretch position. And Warren will go into the stretch position to hold the runners as close as possible. He wheels around, no throw at second base. Runner's not breaking away. Warren using everything he knows right now. He's trying to work out of a big jam, trying to stay in this ball game. Now he sets again. And it's 3-2 pitch. Hit hard down the shore. Taken by Roy McMillan. His throw to first base in time to retire the side. So Warren Spahn comes through on 3-2. and two, Getting dangerous. Ron Sato to ground hard to the shortstop. That retires the side. In the inning, two runs on three hits. There were no errors. Two walks. Three men left on, and the score at the end of three and a half, the Mets three, the Cubs two. Now word from Cool Filter Kings. Your cigarette's not tasting cool enough until you change to cool. Just not tasting cool enough till you come up to cool. With rich tobaccos, cool's white filter, extra coolness too. Discover extra coolness in your smoke. Let cools come through for you. Only cools come through for you with an exclusive blend of rich, mellow tobaccos and extra coolness. Cool Filter Kings, the cigarette that brings you the most refreshing coolness you can get in any cigarette. So if your cigarette is not tasting cool enough, come all the way up to cool. You'll be glad you did. You'll be smoking cool all the time once you come up to cool. Come up to cool. Cool Filter Kings. Buy a carton today. Bottom half the fourth. The Mets still in front three to two after the Cubs score two in the top of the fourth. And their first batter will be Jim Hickman. And the first pitch to Jim is taken for strike one. Jim moving around to punt in a bunny position, but not bunny. Dick Ellsworth working for the Cubs. Dick has not given up a base hit since the first inning, retiring his last eight batters in a row. Mets score three in the first. Pitch back to Jim, hit foul, and the count moves to 0-2. Jim single on a 3-0 pitch his first time up. The last base hit given up by Ellsworth. He has given up a total of four. One of them a big one, Ron Swoboda's three-run home run. Two strike count on Jim Hickman. He'll be followed by Ed Cranepool and then Bobby Klaus. And the tall left-hander back again. And he misses low and inside. One ball, two strikes. 
One and two. This is the first game of a doubleheader. If you're around the area, a lot of baseball to come your way. The weather prediction is good. Some seats available, a big day at Shea. We've got a good crowd on hand, somewhere around 40,000. But in this ballpark, plenty of good seats available. That was worth a long look before going into the windup. His one-two pitch, a sweeping curve that doesn't break far enough. It's outside. Two balls and two strikes. Mets will go over one million. The balance of the homestay here at Shea. A check in the swing, it'll cost him a strikeout. So Hickman goes down on strikes. That's two in a row for... Dick Ellsworth is third in the ball game, and he now has one leg here in the bottom half of the fourth. And the batter is Eddie Cranepool. Ed grounded out the short in the 3-2 pitch his first time up. Batting at 292, a left-hand batter. And the first pitch, a hard fastball. It's in for call strike. Talking about home run pitches, the Mets pitchers have given up 72 home runs so far this year. Spawn has given up 18. Cub pitchers have given up 81. They've averaged one a game. Here's the pitch back to the plate. It's inside, one ball and one strike. Cubs have hit a total of 66 home runs to offset the home run pitches. The Mets have hit a total of 59. Now the 1-1 pitch. Outside, as Ellsworth goes away after coming in tight. Ball missing, that's two balls and one strike. Two and one with one away. And a let up inside. Cranepool almost went for it and then had to get out of the way at the last minute. He looked like he was looking for a curve. And the count moves to three and one. So Ed now, in his two times up, has had the count of three and one on him. He has hit in five consecutive games prior to this one. Ellsworth tough on left-hand batters. Here's his wind-up, his 3-1 delivery. It's taken for strike two. Rainpool taking all away. Did the same on a 3-1 pitch the time before. Got the count of three and two and then grounded out. Well, we've got banners all around us here today. There's some beauties. Now 3-2. Ball hit in the center field. Center fielder Landrum stopping after moving in and making the catch. Two away, and it brings up Bobby Klaus. Bobby lined to short his first time up. He's trying to break a hitting slump. He is 0 for 22. One of the best banners we've seen, one down here that says, We love Al Jackson. And it was held up by Al Jackson's little boy. Ed Reggie and Barry Jackson are really something. They steal the show every year, Ralph, at that uh, father and son game. They surely do. Of course, Al's got a great personality, too. First pitch to Klaus, a called strike. Another one, Cubs go back to your dead mothers. Come alive in 65. Here's the one strike pitch to Bobby Klaus. It's low, one ball, one strike. Then there's one Valley Stream loves with a big heart on it, Ed Cranepool. Real colorful one down the right field line. Let's go Mets. Take two. 
one-one delivery. Inside for ball two. Shows a fellow on one with his posture position in a prayer position that says, let the Mets win a game. Two balls and one strike with two away. The Mets lead three to two. Bottom half to fourth. The next pitch is outside. So the count of three and one. Ellsworth behind on Eddie Grainpool now falling behind on Bobby Klaus. The on-deck batter is Chris Canazero. Three-one pitch. Hit down the third. A one-hopper for Sano. He goes across the banks. That retires the side. So once again now, for the third inning in a row, Dick Ellsworth retires the side. One, two, three. And the score at the end of four, the Mets three, the Cubs two. And once again, two, here is Bob Murphy. Okay, Ralph, Wednesday afternoon, the final game of this Mets-Cubs series. Wednesday afternoon will be a day for the young at heart, a day for the gray-haired kids. Because Wednesday is Senior Citizens Day. Anyone over 60 will be admitted to the general admission section for 50 cents to see the Mets play the Cubs in the last game of this three-game series. No game tomorrow. No game on Thursday. The Astros are here to open a weekend series Friday night. The Houston series Friday night, Saturday afternoon, a Ladies' Day game, and a twin bill on Sunday. Then baseball takes its annual three-day break for the All-Star Classic, the All-Star game this year. One week from tomorrow will be in the home park of the Minnesota Twins. Larry Bernard is coming in to take over the pitching for New York as the game goes to the fifth inning. This will be Larry's 27th appearance this year. He has won two and lost one. Larry saved a victory against Chicago for Gary Kroll on the 27th of May. And Larry turned in a long relief stint to pick up the victory against the Cubs the last time out there. The Mets pounding out a 10 to 5 win. So against Chicago, Larry has saved one and won one. And Larry has relieved in every ball game the Mets have played the Cubs this year. This is the fifth game of the year between the Mets and Chicago, and Benarth now has relieved in all five of them. So Larry Benarth, the handsome right-hander from St. John's, is on in relief to take over as we go to inning number five. Spahn in four innings allowed two runs, gave up eight hits, walked three, and struck out one. An unusual number of walks for Spahn in four innings, but he worked his way out of a tough jam when he got cleanup batter Ron Santo with the bases loaded in the fourth inning. So Ernie Banks leads off against Larry Benarth in the fifth inning. Ernie has flied to right and flied to left. Nothing for two. But off out of his wind appears the pitch on the way. Fastball, a strike on the outside corner. New York, three runs, four hits and one error. Chicago, two runs, eight hits, no errors. 
Now Larry cranks up. Down comes his pitch, and the sinker is outside and low. One ball, one strike. Warren Spahn can neither be a winner or a loser in the ballgame. Spahn going out of the game with a score 3-2. to two. Starting pitcher must go five innings to gain credit for the victory. Now the 1-1 delivery. Outside and low, 2-1 and one on Banks. Dick Ellsworth, since giving up the three-run homer to Ryan Swoboda, followed by a single by Jim Hickman, has settled to retire 11 straight hitters. Now the 2-1 delivery. It's in for a call strike. A fastball down the middle, 2-2. Two two. Jimmy Stewart is the on-deck batter, and then Chris Krug. Ground ball hit to shortstop. Roy McMillan digs it out of the dirt, straightens up, throws in time to get him by about three strikes. One away, nobody on. That brings up switch hitter Jimmy Stewart. He'll be batting left against Larry Bernard. Stewart reached on a walk in the second and later was thrown out trying to score on a single to left field on a good throw by Ron Swoboda. He was cut down at the plate. And that is a very big play in this ball game right now with New York in front, 3-2. to two. Let's have the outfield around toward right against Jimmy Stewart and the pitch is under the knees. One ball, no strikes. Rube Walker coaching at first. Alvin Dark coaching at third. Ground ball hit foul in behind Walker. One ball, one strike. Now the 1-1 delivery. Hit foul. That ball hit him on the ankle. So Jimmy Stewart walking around trying to shake the pain out of his ankle. He caught that foul ball off the bat handle on his ankle. One ball and two strikes. Must have been a busy ball club, and they'll welcome the day of rest tomorrow. Now Bernard swings into his windup. Here's the pitch on the way, and it's over at the knees. Strike three call. Jimmy Stewart called out on strikes. That will bring up Chris Krug. Krug has two for two, a single to left center and a home run. Right now is a fine time to light up a cool. The cigarette with the extra coolness you can taste. Cool filter king. And it's over on the outside corner of the knees. Strike one. is hit high in the air, a pop-up over by the right field line. It's going to be hard to get to, and the ball is caught on the run by Eddie Cranepool. Beautiful catch by Eddie Cranepool, and it was in fair territory. Everybody was on the run for that one. It was Cranepool who grabbed it. He caught it over his shoulder on the run. Bobby Klaus and Cranepool converging as lo- along with Joe Christopher. So the side is out, and that was a beauty by Cranepool. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. We've come halfway at the end of four and a half innings to score the Mets three and the Cubs two. Can you imagine a Puerto Rican party without music? Well, don't try. Just listen to this. Temporal, temporal, que no 
Temporal is a song Puerto Ricans sing over and over at their parties and picnics until they raise a fearful thirst. Then they change their tune. Base Choreao is the song a Puerto Rican drinks to. He'll sit down, call for a beer, probably Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Puerto Ricans than in all of San Juan, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. And Rheingold is going great in New Jersey, New England, and Pennsylvania, too. Why do Puerto Ricans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Now the last of the fifth inning, Chris Canazero. Tech swing, a slow roller hit the shortstop. Up with the ball and throwing on the run, the Chicago Cub rookie shortstop, Don Kessinger, one man down. Now one out and nobody on, and Larry Benares will be hitting for the first time. Larry coming out for his first time at bat. Dick Ellsworth has now retired 12 straight hitters. The last base runner for New York was Jim Hickman. Jim the singled after Ron Swoboda hit the three-run homer. Tall left-hander delivers. Larry tries to bunny his way on. It goes foul, strike one. And the way Ellsworth is going, it appears that Larry will have to make that one run stand up. Now here's the windup. Down comes the pitch. Foul ball off the end of the bat. Now Ellsworth with a two-strike count on Larry Bernard. The infield straight away, the outfield shallow and around to right. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. That's the fourth strikeout for Dick Ellsworth. Now the top of the batting order for Billy Cowan. Thirteen in a row retired by Dick Ellsworth. Humidity rather high. Skies mostly overcast. Weatherman forecasting a possibility of showers later in the afternoon. Now the pitch on the way. Foul ball hit deep, but back up into the crowd by Billy Cowan. The ball almost went into the upper deck down the left field line. That's how high and how far it was hit. Billy swingled the left in the opening inning and later scored on Swoboda's home run. Now the pitch is down in the dirt. One ball, one strike. Dick Ellsworth, after giving up the three-run homer to Ron Swoboda, has settled into a real good pitching group. 
Now the 1-1 delivery. Foul ball hit in behind Alvin uh, Don Hefton. Next pitch on the way. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. Cowan struck out with a fastball. So Dick Ellsworth has now retired 14 consecutive hitters. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Five innings complete. It's New York, three runs, four hits, and one error. Chicago, two runs, eight hits, and no errors. Alvin Jackson is the New York pitcher on Wednesday afternoon, and his mound opponent will be Larry Jackson. Larry, a 24-game winner. He was the biggest winner in the Major Leagues last season. After a slow start this year, Larry Jackson is now in a good pitching groove, and he'll be trying for his seventh win on Wednesday. The Astros come in for a weekend series Friday night, a Ladies' Day game Saturday. Remember the new Saturday starting time, 2.15, at a Sunday doubleheader at 1.05. Right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to WGY Schenectady, 810 on your radio dial. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kanter will be going to the sixth inning. George Altman came out of the dugout and into the on-deck circle, but now has returned to the Chicago dugout. Lou Klein has warm-up action in the bullpen. Now Ellsworth comes out on deck. Larry Bernard pitching in relief of Juan Spahn. The game now goes to the sixth inning. Batter is Don Kessinger. Squibbler hit back toward the mound. Hurriedly picked up by Larry. He throws to first in time, and the hitter, Kessinger, is out. Now George Altman is coming out, and he'll bat for Dick Ellsworth. Well, the Mets will be mighty happy to see this move made because Ellsworth, since giving up the three runs on the three-run homer by Ron Swoboda in the first inning, has settled down to retire 14 consecutive hitters. Ball game just to the sixth inning with New York in front by one run. George Altman batting against Larry Bernard. George has played very little the last couple of months as the result of a muscle pull. He has been available for pinch hitting and has done a good pinch hitting job. Left-hand batter with good power. Here's the pitcher on the way. A changeup and it's hit high in the air. A fly ball to short left and Millen goes out. Swoboda comes in and Ron Swoboda makes the catch to the out. Two outs and nobody on. Top of the batting order for second baseman Glenn Beckert. Beckert has singled to left center, lined out to second, and reached on a walk, one hit and two times at bat. Chicago will have a new pitcher in the ball game in the last of the sixth inning. Fastball over on the outside corner, strike one.
Well, now that Altman has been retired, you can bet the Mets are happy to have Dick Ellsworth out of the ball game because he had become almost impossible to hit. Here's the pitch on the way, outside and low. Regardless of what Lindy McDaniel does when he comes in the ball game, he can't be any tougher than Ellsworth had become. Ellsworth gave up three runs and four hits in the opening inning and then retired 14 straight hitters. Low and outside, two balls and a strike on Glenn Becker. We do have a threat of rain. Manager Lou Klein of Chicago felt he had to make a move to try and get that run back. Here's the pitch on the way. A bouncing ball hit the shortstop. Bad hop snagged by McMillan. Thrown to first in time. The side is out. Good play by Mack. The ball took a very sudden bad hop, but he got his glove to it in time. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of five and a half, it's the Mets three and the Chicago Cubs two. You drive a car? But here's some helpful information for you. A safety tip from Shell. Smooth steering is critical. Has your car got it at all speeds? As soon as you can, try this easy road test, courtesy of your local Shell dealer. Take a smooth stretch of road where it's legal to go 60 miles an hour. First, hold a steady speed of 40. Then move up to 50. Then up to the legal limit. Hold both hands lightly on the steering wheel and feel carefully. Does the wheel shake as your speed increases? Or does it shake at 50, for example, but not at 60? Either way, it's a good bet your wheels are out of balance. Double check by looking at your front tires. If they're wearing unevenly in spots, you can be almost sure your wheels need balancing. See your shell dealer. Balancing wheels doesn't take long, isn't expensive. Incidentally, if you should need new tires, your Shell dealer can show you just the right size at just the right price. At Shell, service is our business. Now Larry Jackson is the new Chicago Cub pitcher. Lindy McDaniel, beg your pardon. Speaking of Larry Jackson, he'll be starting the Wednesday afternoon ball game. Lindy McDaniel and Ted Abernathy have been doing a tremendous amount of work out of the Chicago bullpen. For McDaniel, this is his 39th appearance. Ted Abernathy has been in 43 ball games. McDaniel has relieved in each of the five ball games played by the Mets and Cubs this year. No decision. On the year, Lindy has won three and lost four. Veteran right-hander from Hollis, Oklahoma. <laughs> Lifetime against New York, McDaniel has a record of one win, no losses. Roy McMillan is the leadoff batter against Wendy McDaniel. New York in front, 3-2, to two, bottom half of the sixth inning. Crowd stirring around now. Overhand fastball taken high. One ball and no strike. Ground ball off the pitcher's glove. Picked up by Kessinger. The shortstop fires in time to Ernie Banks. McMillan retired, and the pitcher gets an assist on the play as he deflected the ball out towards short. Had he failed to touch it, the ball would have gone through for a base hit. Umpire Tony Vinson going over to the dugout to talk to Casey for just a moment. 
Now the hitter is Joe Christopher. Joe reached on a fourth play on the first and later scored. He grounded out to third in the third inning. Breaking ball, it's under the knees. One ball, no strike. Last of the sixth inning, the Mets three and the Cubs two. Ron Swoboda is the on-deck batter. Pitch by McDaniel, a curve on the outside corner of strike. One ball, one strike. He kicks high. He comes right over the top. Back to our broadcasting booth, no play. Lindy McDaniel, a 10-year veteran. He started out with St. Louis in 1955. Now the one-two delivery. Breaking ball outside and low two and two on Joe Christopher. Last year, in relief with Chicago, Lindy was in 63 ball games. The year before with the Cubs, he was in 57 ball games. Lindy is 6'3", 195 pounds. Here's his pitch on the way, and it's nicked foul into the dirt by home plate. Down remains two balls and two strikes on Joe Christopher. Game of a doubleheader, the Mets hitting in the last of the sixth inning, leading a three to two. Fifteen straight hitters have gone down. Ellsworth had retired 14 in a row. Lenny McDaniel has erased Roy McMillan. It's two balls and two strikes on Joe Christopher. McDaniel taking too much time now, and so Christopher asks for time and steps out. Now McDaniel over the head, the 2-2 delivery, hip foul, down toward Don Hefner on the lines at third. That's on their current homestand of 1-4 and lost four. They won four of the first five against Milwaukee and Cincinnati, but lost a three-game series to St. Louis. After the Cubs series, they have four games over the weekend coming up against Houston. 2-2 delivery, check swing, and a foul ball up toward Ron Swoboda waiting on deck. Now here's the payoff delivery. Ground ball hit down to third, played deep behind the bag by Sato. His long throw is in time, a beautiful play by Sato. He was deep behind the bag and over on the line when he handled the grounder hit by Christopher, so he had a real long throw to make. Now the excitement in the crowd as Ron Swoboda comes up to hit. Ron hit his 14th home run of the year in the first inning. It came with two men on and put New York in front, 3-0. The Cubs got two runs back in the fourth inning. 
Lenny McDaniel cranks up. Here's the pitcher on the way. Hit foul off the fist. Back into the crowd behind the home dugout. the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Ron, after hitting a three-run homer in the first inning, was called out on strikes in the third inning. The 1-1 delivery. A smash up towards shortstop, glove-handed by Kessinger going to his left. He pegs across to Ernie Banks in time, and the Mets are out in their half of the sixth inning. Three up and three set aside, and at the end of six, it's New York, three runs, four hits, and one error. Chicago, two runs, eight hits, and no error. Lindsey Nelson will be with you in just a moment to follow every exciting play. Say, is this one of those days when you're not yourself? You'll feel more so when you listen to this. Chicago Cubs. He is two for three in this game. Facing Larry Bernard, who is working here in relief of Warren Spahn. The nice pitch is in there for a call strike. Spahn worked four innings in which he gave up two runs on eight hits. He struck out one and he walked three. Spahn cannot be the winner because statistically the starting pitcher is required to work five innings in order to be credited with a win. As a change, it's high. One, one. One-one delivery is inside for ball two and one. The Mets have play, faced the Chicago Cubs five times this year, and Benares has been in all five games. Working here with a slim one-run lead, top half of the seventh inning. Pitches it on the ground to shortstop, taken by McMillan, plays across the Craneville, it's one away. That brings up Billy Williams, who has fouled a third, lined the center, and walked so far. Mets three, Cubs two. 
Menard gets the sign. Pitch to the left-hand batter. It's a fastball low for ball one. Alvin Dark on the coaching lines at third base for the Chicago Cubs. Berlin Walker is on the lines at first. And a swing and a foul ball off and out of play. It's one and one. Lou Klein is the current head coach. He runs the ball club from the dugout. And the pitching coach is Mel Harder, who also is in the dugout. looks for a sign now. And the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and land into left. Svoboda's coming over and he makes the catch. Svoboda almost ran by the slicing line drive but reached back to haul it in and there are two men out. Seated this afternoon just next to the dugout of the Cubs is Charlie Grimm who managed the Chicago Cubs several times and is now listed as an honorary vice president. Ron Pando is coming up with two men out and nobody on base. Pando is one for three. Right-hand batter facing a right-hand pitcher here. Check swing foul wall into the seats and out of play for strike one. When head coach Bob Kennedy was booted upstairs and replaced as head coach by Lou Klein, there was some speculation that perhaps Alvin Dark might have had the job. Here's a pitch outside for ball. It's one and one. At that time, then, it was revealed by the Cubs that when Dark signed on as a coach, it was with the specific understanding that he would not be named head coach should Kennedy be moved out. Lou, Walker, Lou Klein had been on the coaching staff, but uh, was also sort of serving as a super scout into the bargain. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Chuck Swain foul ball into the net dugout. Down of one and two. was a line shot right into the mid dugout and there was a crowd reaction from the other side of the park where the fans there can see into the dugout area. Here's a pitch one on line to second taken by Bobby Cross for the out. So again Larry Bernard gets the side in order with no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Of course, in the six and a half innings, there's the Mets three and the Cubs two. And now a word from Cool Filter King. When you're in for extra innings, and you're smoking quite a lot, and the cigarettes you're smoking just doesn't hit the spot, it's time you change to Cool. Your cigarette's not tasting cool enough Till you come up to cool 
With rich tobacco's cools white filter, extra coolness to discover extra coolness in your smoke. Let cools come through for you. Discover the extra coolness, the refreshing taste of cool. You'll be smoking cools all the time once you come up to cool. Come all the way up to cool and taste the most refreshing coolness you can get in any cigarette. Smoke cool, filter kings. In the bottom of the seventh, the Mets will send up Jim Hickman, who is one for two. He is single and struck out swinging. Facing right-hander Lindy McDaniel. Here in the bottom half of the seventh, the Mets are leading by a score of three to two. Overhand delivery, and the pitch is low for a ball. Jim Hickman playing third base for the Mets today. And the pitch is fun. It only got a big hop to third, taken by Santo, and a long throw is in time. So McDaniel has retired four consecutive batters since coming on in relief of Dick Ellsworth. Ellsworth is the pitcher of record. Ed Cranefield is coming up now. Rainbow is grounded out short to first and fly to center. This will be his first time up against the right-hand pitcher today. This is the first game of a holiday doubleheader between the Mets and the Cubs. Overhand delivery hit in the air to center field. Landrum's coming strong, and he gets there with one hand for the out. Two away, nobody on base, and now Bobby Klaus is the batter. He has lined the short and grounded out third to first. It's a hazy overcast day here, Chase City. Good crowd on hand. Here's the pitch, and it's in there for a call strike. Two men out and nobody on base. Lindy McDaniel winds and fires as one hit back to the mound. Glove by McDaniel tosses to first. And Lindy McDaniel has retired six consecutive batters since he came in. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And the score at the end of seven innings is the Mets three and the Cubs two. And we're going to have a few changes made now in the metal alignment as they take the field. We'll wait till we see what they are and then we'll check out the scores for you. Jim Hickman is going into right field. Cowan stays in center. Svoboda stays in left. And Klaus is going to be moved to third base. And Chuck Hiller is coming out of the bullpen to play second. So it'll be Hiller at second, Klaus to third, Hickman to right, Christopher out of the ball again. In the National League, at the end of two and a half innings, the Giants nothing and the Cardinals nothing. Gaylord Curry against Lee Washburn. Twilight doubleheader, latest start, Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. Tonight, the Dodgers are at Cincinnati in a showdown battle for first place. Dodgers have a one-game lead over the Cincinnati Reds. Houston is at Milwaukee tonight. The American League in the first game of a doubleheader at the end of an inning. The Yankees, two, and the Detroit Tigers, nothing. Whitey Ford against Mickey Lolich. They're playing a morning-night doubleheader at Minnesota, and in the morning game, at the end of seven-and-a-half innings, it is... Minnesota 6th and Boston 1. Wilson for Boston. Richie in the 6th. Oliva in the 7th. 
Boswell from Minnesota, Horton Hobart in the fourth and nobody on. Baltimore at Kansas City, latest start. Cleveland at Chicago tonight. Washington at Los Angeles, twilight doubleheader. Hiller, of course, will bat in Christopher's place in the batting order, which is number three. As we go here to the top half of the eighth inning, it will be Ernie Banks up to lead off for the Chicago Cup. Facing right-hand pitcher Larry Bernard. Pitch is low and away for a ball. The Mets three, the Chicago Cubs two. Change up is low, and now Bernard goes behind to Ernie Banks two and zero. Oh. Scheduled up in this inning for the Cubs: Ernie Banks, Jimmy Stewart, and Chris Cruz. There is a drop or two of rain falling here at Chase Stadium at this moment. This pitch is fired right in. Banks was taking. Two balls, one strike. And an umbrella or two has sprung up in the lower stand. Two-one pitch. Swung on and hit in the air to short right. Hickman comes over. He's there. And Jim Hickman makes the catch. One away, and it brings on Jim Stewart. Walked, bunted his way out, and was called out on strike. He's a switch hitter, so he'll turn around now and bat left against Larry Bernard. He has very excellent speed, and against that speed, Bobby Klaus, at third for the Mets, now moves in on the edge of the grass. Ed Bailey is coming out to the on-deck circle now for the Cubs. There's a swing and a line drive into right. It's going to be in for a base hit. Hickman short option plays it back, and Stewart is on. That is the first hit and the first base runner for the Cubs off Larry Bernard since he came on in the top of the fifth. Ed Bailey will bat for Chris Krug now. Krug uh, was two for three. He had a home run in the top of the fourth. But Bailey's a left-hand batter. Bailey is hitting 179 with one homer and five runs batted in. Rheingold Extra Dry is New York City's largest selling beer, and it's doing all right in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. Doug Clemens came out to the on-deck circle and is being called back by Klein, who wants to have a word with him. Don Kessinger is due up next, but now it's Bailey batting for Chris Cruz. With one man on the runner at first. Bernard's pitch. Low for a ball. The Mets three and the Cubs two. And Bernard is up at set. Stewart has good speed at first. 
pitches inside. Two balls and no strikes to Hendrick. Bailey's still waiting to get his sign from sign man Alvin Darkett Stewart. I am Uzen. Rainpool holds against the runner at first. 2-0 pitch. And it's a call strike. 2-1 to Ed Bailey. Bailey came to the Cubs from the San Francisco Giants earlier this season. Along with Harvey Keen and pitcher Bob Henley. Bailey asked that umpire, Tony Benson, inspect the ball. Catch it, Dick Bertel, and infielder, outfielder, Lynn Gabrielson went from the Cubs to the Giants in that game. Action in both bullpens as we're in the top half of the eighth inning. Larry Miller and Galen Sisko are throwing in the med bullpen. Here's a throw to first, not in time. Stewart's back in a close play. Ted Abernathy is throwing in the bullpen for the Chicago Cubs. It's a rare day that Abernathy does not throw in the bullpen at some time or other. Been in 43 ball games already. 2-1 pitch. Check swing foul ball into the seats and out of play. Count of 2-2 two and two to Bailey. is set now as Stewart leads his first base and Bernard throws over not in time Bernard takes his glove off now and works over the ball a little bit looks in the count arrow to get a sign off the stretch, 2-2 pitch. Swung on and line to second. Taken by Klaus. Throw to first. And a double play. A double play. And Klaus. I love a hitter. Chuck Hiller gloved the ball. And through the first for the double play. It was Chuck Hiller in second who just came into the game. And he fired it on over. The train pulled in time to double Stewart. So the side is retired. On uh, no run, one hit, no errors, and none left in the score at the end of seven and a half innings is the Mets three and the Cubs two. Are you one of those people who go to a German-American picnic and can't sing because you don't know the words? Then listen. Willkommen alle in den Himmel is a song that gets sung over and over at German parties and picnics until the singers raise a fearful thirst. Then they change their tune. Beer here is the traditional German call for beer, and often it's Rheingold Extra Dry they call for. 
In fact, in New York City, where there are more Germans than in all of Heidelberg, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. And Rheingold is growing great in New Jersey, New England, and Pennsylvania, too. Why do German-Americans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. For the Chicago Cubs, Ed Bailey stays in the game as the catcher. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kanter and Bob Murphy at Shea Stadium in New York. The Mets are batting in the bottom of the eighth, and Chris Canizero is coming up. This is WGY Schenectady. Not short to first so far in this game. Lindy McDaniel's pitch is low for a ball. Billy Cowan is waiting in the on-deck circle. The 1-0 delivery. Overhand and in there for a call strike. One and one to Canizero. The Mets got their three runs in the bottom of the first when with two men on, Ron Swoboda hit his 14th home run of this season. And that's all the scoring the Mets have done in this game. It's all the hitting they've done in this game. Mets have had four hits and they got all four of them in the bottom half of the first inning. Foul ball to the right side out of play. One and two. Dick Ellsworth works the first five innings and then was removed for a pinch hitter. He gave up, of course, the three runs on four hits. He struck out five and he walked not. At the time Ellsworth came out of the game for the pinch hitter, he had retired 14 consecutive batters. Lenny McDaniel pitches in the dirt, two and two. McDaniel has continued where Ellsworth left off. McDaniel has retired six consecutive batters to make it a total of 20 consecutive Mets retired by the combined forces of Ellsworth and McDaniel. 2-2 pitch. It's inside, and it's a full count of three and two. Bailey is discussing the last call with umpire Tony Benson. Benar swinging about in the on-deck circle. Mets three and the Cubs two. There's a swing and a fly ball to right. Billy Williams is there and he makes the catch. One away and that brings up Larry Bernard. Been up one time and he struck out swinging. Pitches in for call strike, fastball. Again, McDaniel's pitch. Low, bounds off the shin guard and on back. One and one. Billy Cowan on deck. 
fouled out. One and two. Lindy McDaniels, one-two delivery, he is swung on. He's on the ground to third. It's slow roller. Sanzo left the barehanded. He does, and in time. Sanzo pulling off the barehand play. In time to get Bernard. Two men out. Lindy McDaniel now has retired eight consecutive batters since he came in. And coming up is Billy Cowan. Cowan had a leadoff single to open this ball game and was on board when Swoboda hit his three-run home in the first. Ground ball to third. Santo gets the hop, belt high, throws on in time, and again the side is out in order. That's haven't had a hit since the first inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Score at the end of eight full innings is the Mets three and the Cubs two. Cubs will be here on Wednesday afternoon for a single game. Then the Houston Astros will be here for a weekend series. Then there's the All-Star break, and then the Mets are on the road, and the next home stand opens up at Shea Stadium on Friday night, July 23rd, when the Philadelphia Phillies will be here Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a doubleheader on Sunday. The Saturday afternoon of that series, of course, is Old Timers Day. The Phillies have been making a move of late, and Eugene Mock. Dick Stewart, Johnny Callison and company will be in here Friday night, July 23rd, Saturday afternoon, July 24th, and Sunday afternoon, July 25th. Tickets are now on sale for any or all of the future games to be played here by the New York Mets. The advanced ticket window here at Chile City is open seven days a week. There are Mets ticket offices at the Grand Central Terminal and, and the Pennsylvania Station. There's a med ticket office at Macy's in Huntington, Long Island, and reservations for box and reserve seats may be made at any of the Howard Clothes stores, Child's Restaurant, or Calico Kitchens in the greater New York area. We're going now to the top half of the ninth inning. The Mets have a one-run lead, and here's Ralph Kiner. Okay, Lindsay, Jim Heckman, who Casey Stengel says can have five points on the scoring system because he can play five positions, is now playing his third. Jim started the ball game at third base, moved to right field, is now going to left field, and Ron Swoboda's coming out of the ball game. Going in the ball game and playing in right field and batting in Ron Swoboda's spot in the batting order is Johnny Lewis. Well, the Mets will have an outfield of Johnny Lewis in right, Billy Cowan in center field, and Jim Hickman in left as they defend here in the top of the ninth. They lead three to two. First batter will be a left-hand batter, Doug Clemens. He'll be pinch hitting for the shortstop, Don Kessinger. Don with two hits and three times up. In the on-deck circle, a right-hand batter, Joey Amalfitano. So with the eighth and ninth batters coming up. The Chicago Cubs join the pinch hitters. Larry Bernard working on the mound. He came in the game in the fifth inning in place of starting pitcher Warren Spahn. Evans batting 248 with four home runs and 22 runs batted in. Bobby Cloud playing third base. Playing in and head of the line from second to third looking for a possible bunt just in case. And Larry now looking for the sign. 
And his first pitch here in the top of the ninth. It's hit back on the ground for second base. Chuck Hiller over the backhand in the fine play. And he goes the first base for the out. Chuck Hiller, a fine backhand play as he moved towards second base, picking up the first out here in the top of the ninth. The Mets lead 3-2. The batter coming up now. Joey Amalfitano, a right-hand batter. Malfatano remembered by some of the old Giant fans as he played for the Giants in the polo grounds. Right-hand batter, batting in place of the pitcher, Lindy McDaniel. And the first pitch is taken for a call strike. Malfatano batting 294 with no home runs and three runs batted in. He's been to bat 34 times. Let's leave three to two. One away in the top of the ninth. And Larry Bernard back and the pitch is a slider just off the outside corner. One ball, one strike. On deck batter, right-hand hitting Glenn Becker. Warren Spahn, the starting pitcher, taken out after four innings, giving up two runs. He was leading in the ball game at the time, three to two. One ball, one strike. And Larry now into the windup in his next delivery. Fastball hits slowly down toward short. Picked up by Roy McMillan. His throw to first base in time for the out. The second out put aside by the New York Mets here in the top of the ninth inning. And the batter coming up is Glenn Becker. Ram with a base hit and three times up, batting at 2.41. He looped a single in the center field as the first batter in the ball game in the first. Two men away in the top of the ninth. The Mets lead three to two. And Larry Bernard peering in for the sign. He has it. His pitch to the plate. Fastball in the air to shallow right. Going over is Johnny Lewis. He's in front of it. He makes the catch and that retires the side. And the Mets win it. Larry Menard coming in the ball game in the fifth inning. Retired 15 batters in a row, giving up one base hit. He was a race and a double play, and the Mets win the first game of the doubleheader by a score of 3-2. to two. In the ninth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on for the Cubs. And the final score of the game, the Mets three runs on four hits, the Cubs two runs and nine. Very hard to sell sheet music in Jamaica, you know. They make up songs whenever they need them, like this. Having a party, eating rice and peas, dancing happily as you please. Mmm, charming lady with a very nice smile. Think I'll talk to her for a while. Think I'll talk to her for a while. When Jamaicans get together for a party, the beat is calypso and the songs are made up on the spot. The party was hilarious as it could be, but in the morning there was news for me. The penny was a man play wedding soon on his wife. The smiling lady is now my wife. Smiling lady is now my wife. And when the singer finds his throat a little dry, something refreshing will be improvised. Probably Rango Deer. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than in any other city in the world, more
Some people drink Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. And Rheingold is growing great in New Jersey, New England, and Pennsylvania, too. Why do Jamaicans like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. Well, the New York Mets, exactly one halfway through the season, playing their 81st game here today, defeated the Cubs by a score of 3-2. Mets winning their 28th game of the year. They have lost 53. And the big blow of the ball game, all the action for the Mets coming in the first inning. First man up was Billy Cowan. He singled on the first pitch. Roy McMillan singled on the next pitch. A hit-and-run play, but Cowan could only go to second base as the ball was hit into left field. So on two pitches, the Mets had runners at first and second. On the third pitch, Joe Christopher, the third batter, grounded into a force play. Sano over to the second baseman, Becker. That put runners at first and third, and then Ron Swoboda came up for the first time in the ball game. He hit a pitch over the left field fence for a three-run home run. It was his 14th home run of the season. He now has a record for rookies for most home runs in one season, surpassing Jim Hickman's record set his first year with the Mets. And that proved to be the entire margin of the ball game. The Mets got another base hit on a 3-0 pitch by Jim Hickman off starting pitcher Dick Ellsworth. And that was the last base hit of the ball game for the Mets as the relief pitching along with Dick Ellsworth shut out the Mets through 23 consecutive batters. But the Mets hung on and they won the game 3-2. In the fourth inning, the Cubs trailing by three runs had a rally. The first man up, Jim Stewart, bunted out to the pitcher Warren Spahn. But then... Chris Krug got his second hit of the ball game, a home run to left field for the first run off Warren Spahn. Don Kessinger, the next batter, beat out a bunt. He was on at first base when Dick Ellsworth struck out trying to bunt. But then Glenn Beckard walked on four pitches. That moved Kessinger down to second base where Don Landrum singled the left field to drive in a run. And that was the second run of the ball game. Billy Williams then walked in the 3-1 pitch to load up the bases. Warren Spahn went down the line, 3-2 and two on Ron Sano. Got Sano, they hit a hard smash to short. The play completed at first base, and that was the end of the inning, and Warren Spahn worked out of the inning and also out of the game. Larry Bernard was brought in, and Larry worked all the way through. One, two, three in the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. He gave up one hit. That was in the eighth inning, but a line drive double play. Ed Bailey lining out to the second baseman, Chuck Keller, and Jim Stewart picked off first base as he had gone too far. The only action against Larry Bernard. So Larry, the winning pitcher, his record now 3-1. The losing pitcher, Dick Ellsworth, he is now 9-4. Ellsworth had won six in a row prior to this ball game, and he now, of course, has had that streak stop. Mets now continue their winning ways on Monday. They have won 8 of 9 played on Monday. They lost their first game, have won 8 of 9, and they'll have one more to come. It'll be Tom Parsons pitching for the Mets in the second game of the doubleheader. And going against him, making his first National League starting appearance, Bill Fall. Bill, recall from Salt Lake City, has a record of 4-6. and six. So the Mets halfway through, winning their 28th ball game ahead of last year's pace. And the final score of the first game with the second game coming your way about 3.30. The Mets three runs, four hits, one error, one man left. The Cubs two runs.